You're listening to Run, R-U-N, Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray, and we're going to talk today. Of course, we talk about revival every time we do this, but we're going to talk today of of why we need revival. And, of course, uh, every revival-speaking person says we need revival. They usually report, you know, we need revival because America's in trouble or uh, abortion is still in America and just different reasons. Crime is out of control or the uh, spiritual state of the church is out of control, whatever they do. And, and these are all valid things of why we need revival. But they miss the point of, of why Jesus came and ignited revival in his day and why he said he was there and what his mission was. If you remember, uh, more than one time, he let us know that his mission was to the lost sheep of Israel, the lost of Israel. And that's important because he knew he needed to deal with that situation first. Now, later we know, because we look back, that eventually Gentiles, not just Israel, but Gentiles, non-Jewish people, are going to be pulled in and become a part of this olive tree. But when he's ministering, he knows the real problem is he's got to get the lost sheep of Israel, the lost of Israel, he's got to deal with them. Now, if we talk to most religious people today uh, in America, whether they be the pastors, evangelists, or just general uh, people going to church, and you ask them, 99% of the people, you ask them, who are the lost? What are they going to say? What would you say? Yeah, that's right. They're going to say the lost are the unsaved. So we have a crusade. We're going to go after the lost, go out in the streets and go after the lost. We're going to pray for the lost. And everybody that we say in in our country, at least, and now around the world, in this modern day, the lost are the people who don't know Jesus. And so we call them the lost. And then, though, when we begin to read our Bible about the lost, we get confused because, see, in Jesus' day, the lost were covenant people. They were the lost Jewish people who were under the covenant of God. They had a covenant, but they got lost in the religious system. That's why they needed a revival. It was for the lost people who were already promised. They had the promises of God. They were in the system, so to speak, but they got lost within the system due to religious corruption, religious distraction, religious, uh, you know, compromise, and all this was going on in that day. And so they got lost and became, so to speak, the victims. I don't particularly like that word victim today, but it was not their fault that they were getting sick and, and they were getting distracted and they were getting misused and all those things. And so they got labeled bad people because they wouldn't do exactly what the Pharisees wanted them to do. They wouldn't get in the system. And the Pharisees, a certain, not all Pharisees, but certain Pharisees were compromising with Rome and, and playing into the system while judging everybody else. So now we have in Jesus' day, who were the lost? Who were the lost? Let's look at this. Um, in, in Luke 15, it says, um, he told them a parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Okay, 
So now one of you, these are Jewish people, and you have a hundred sheep. Now that means they own the sheep. They have the sheep. Now anybody who has their theology together knows that if you're going to be a sheep in the fold, you can't be a sheep in the fold and be unsaved in, in our theology, right? We don't call you a child of God or a sheep or any of those things. If you're unsaved, you're not in the fold. You're not in the family. You're not in the house. And so unsaved to us is somebody out there that needs to be brought in. But according to Jesus, the lost gets, is a sheep that's in the fold and they wander away. They're part of the system. They're in the fold but something goes wrong. And so he says, I've come to get the lost. And it's not unsaved lost. It's people that are in the system, in the house, in the fold, and it doesn't work for them. And so, of course, we know he goes after the 99, comes back and brings it back, and everybody rejoices. And, and so he, he talks about that. They, they ask him, they said, how come you eat with tax collectors and gather around with them and sinners. Now the word sinners in my Bible is in quotation marks because that doesn't mean they're really sinners. That means the Pharisees considered them to be sinners. But what they were really was people just lost in the system of religion. They didn't know what to do. They, they weren't the compromisers, but they were just going along with whatever they were told to do. And Jesus didn't necessarily mean that. He just goes and talks to them in a different way and pulls them back in uh, to the fold. Now, we have another situation here. The next parable right below it is this one. This is really good. Or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Does she not light a lamp and sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it? Oh, this is a good one, because here's a woman who's got uh, 10 silver coins, and she loses one, but where does she lose it? It's in the house. See, the lost in this one, and we just totally don't preach this. We totally miss it. Uh, I've never even heard it preached. I've preached it, but I, I, now maybe somebody preached it, of course, but I've never heard it preached. Here's somebody lost a coin, and the coin is where? It's not out in the fold, out in the hills. It's not in some other country. Lost. This is a lost coin, and it's lost in the house. All right? So that has to be redefining who Jesus called lost. I know who we call lost. We call the lost unsaved. That's not going to change. We need to understand it's going to keep going on that. But you need to define it better. As an educated person now, that, that's not who Jesus called lost. Jesus said there are people in the house. There are people in the house who are lost and they need to be found. They are lost and they need to be found. See, that's why we need revival. Now, we need a great awakening if you want to go get unsaved people and you want to get them saved and born again. Yeah, we need that. And revivals produce that. But a real true revival is we find the lost. See, we've got, a, we've got lost in the house. And that's why we need revival. We need to find the one lost. They're in the house, but they're lost. They're lost in the system. They used to be found. They used to be on fire. They used to love God, but they're lost in the house. And so Jesus says, then she goes and carefully sweeps the house and keeps sweeping it until she finds it. And then when she finds it, she tells me, rejoice with me. I found my lost coin. All right. And so that's, that's the kind of thing that he calls the sinners are repenting and uh, the people are coming to God, but they're people that were already covenanted people. They were in the house and they're being found in a new way. 
And that's when revival strikes. It's the people in the house are coming alive to God, loving God, turning to God. It's people already in the house, and then they light the world and light the community, which eventually happened, then the Jewish people, then lit the world to the non-Jews, and we had non-Jewish people turning to Jesus, just like we want the people not in the house, in the community, to be, you know, to turn to Jesus. And then we have, of course, the parable of the lost son. This really gives us trouble because we have so many people preaching that the lost son, it's so confusing because sometimes they preach it as though it's uh, somebody that's a prodigal son that needs to come home. And then they turn around and preach it as though it's a lost son is somebody unsaved. Well, I don't know about your uh, theology, but almost everybody I know believes that if you're a son, then then you then you're already born again you cannot be a son they don't say they don't call somebody that's unsaved a son they call him unsaved and they need to be born again and when you're born again then you get to be a son right so here we have a problem there was a man who had two sons how many two sons that means if they're two sons then they're already in the house and they're living in the house with their father Now, this is Jesus teaching us, and so these are covenant sons. They're in the house, and something happens. The son gets lost. Why? He's called lost. He's called dead. Why? He loses his relationship with his father. He gets lost in it. He doesn't want a relationship with his father, and he goes away, and so he gets lost in this system. So here's another example. We have a sheep who wanders off. We've got a lost coin in the house. And here's a son that's in the house and doesn't want a relationship. What gets lost? The relationship with his father gets lost. But we find out that there's a second son and he's lost too. He stays in the house, but his relationship is, he's he's just as lost because when the father talks to him, he's angry, he's mad, he's upset. And he, and he, he, he says, you never gave me a calf. You never had a banquet for me. So he's just as angry. The other one's uh, foolish. And then the other one's angry at his father. Both sons are lost. One left. One stayed, they're both lost to their father and need to be reconciled. And so when the, and and we don't know what happened to the second son. He just stays mad, maybe, maybe not. And the second son, we know he comes around, he repents, he, he comes back to his father and everybody rejoices. Now, the point being is we need to realize why we need a revival and where we need a revival and what kind of revival. See, we've got people wanting revival and they're trying to get, people out there to do something and we've got the people in here in the house in the church they're the ones that are lost in this system so if we go out and get a lot of people saved and bring them into the house which is good great then what are we going to do eventually they're going to get lost at least some of them are going to get lost too because we'll set them down next to a hypocrite or lukewarm or half-hearted people looking at their watch sunday morning can't wait to get it over and go do something else and they'll become like that hypocrisy gets on you it's like yeast right it just gets on you and so what we need is we've got to deal with the true lost the lost that jesus labeled as lost he said the real lost are in the house out there they're unsaved in the church they've gotten lost in a religious system that's not working for them and so we need to have a revival of the fire and presence and and uh, and those that have gotten lost in the system and compromise and and hypocrisy and lukewarmness and all that we need a revival of the things of god in the house 
We need to find that coin. We need to find that sheep. We need to get both boys, the one that wandered and the one that's still in the house, living there, who's lost the relationship with God. We need a revival in the house so that we can reach those unsaved in the world. Well, I hope you got that. That's good stuff. I hope you got that. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival. Revival.